You know that spending time in God's word is important and you want to, but you're really struggling to be consistent with it. You can't seem to commit to every day being in the Bible or you start and then you fall off the wagon for whatever reason. It just doesn't seem to work for you. So can I encourage you to begin to establish a daily Bible study routine so that you can be consistent and you can grow closer to God through reading his word? It's possible. And I'm going to tell you how in today's episode. Welcome to the Hope for the Weary Christian Woman podcast, the go-to podcast for the Christian woman walking through suffering and hard times. I am so glad that you're here. Do you want a relationship with God that's deep, real, and intimate? Do you wish that you could fully trust God's plans and process and rely on Him through all things and believe all of His promises? Well, take a deep breath. I got you. This is a show for the Christian woman who is struggling to trust God fully because life is so stinking hard. And maybe like me, you felt like there's no hope, no way out, and no point in even praying about it anymore. I want you to know that as long as God is on the throne, it's not time to throw in the towel. You can find strength, peace, and hope in a closer relationship with God when everything in your life seems to be going wrong. How do I know that? Because I've done it. Hey there, I am Latoya Edwards. I am your Christian spiritual growth mindset and life coach and a proud single mom of four boys. And over the last two decades, I have walked through more suffering and trials than I could ever tell you. In fact, there was a time when I was sure that God had forgotten all about me. He didn't. I was just weary from all the hard stuff. But I've come through it all with a fearless faith and a close relationship with him. And if that sounds like something you need to, you are in the right place. I can't wait to help you find renewed faith, a peace-filled mind, and restored hope. Let's get started. Establishing a daily Bible study routine. Did you just kind of cringe a little bit when I said that? I know. We all know that we need to have some kind of routine in place to be consistent with our time in God's Word. But it's so hard, right? We we try things and it doesn't work, or we just are so overwhelmed and we don't know where to start. Um, but today, I'm going to walk you through how I have been able to create a consistent Bible study routine and also how I help my coaching clients do the same because I promise you that it's easy to create this routine um, in a way that works for you, for your current season um, of life or however much time you have or don't have. It's possible to create something that you can stick to. And I want you to stick around to the end because I'm going to share with you a little bonus tip. That's my like super secret thing that I keep in my back pocket for ta- for times when um, like I really have no time to be in God's word. All right. So first thing when it comes to creating a consistent Bible study routine, don't should over your Bible study. Okay. Stop shitting yourself. I should be getting up at four o'clock in the morning to spend time in my word. I should be studying and reading for two hours a day. I should have finished my Bible reading plan three months ago. I should be able to read in the original Hebrew, Aramaic, Latin, whatever. Okay. Stop shooting yourself when it comes to your Bible study. Um, we tell ourselves so many things about our time with God, about prayer, about growing our faith, about spending time in God's word. And y'all, sometimes we're just making stuff up, okay? Because nowhere in the Bible does it say that you should get up at six o'clock or four o'clock in the morning, or you should spend eight hours a day doing whatever. Nope. 
just says spend time in the word. That's it. No qualifiers, right? No extra requirements. It just says spend time in the word. So if God is not putting all of these specific things on us, why are we putting them on ourselves? Okay, it's keeping us from being able to be consistent because we're telling ourselves that we should do all of these things without actually taking the time to see if they actually are gonna work for us, for our current season in life, for the amount of time that we have or don't have, for the way that we were made to connect with God, um, right? So like, stop doing that. Now, the next thing that you wanna do is evaluate your time, okay? Because the only way that you can set a realistic goal or establish a realistic routine is if you take into consideration your actual life, right? It's really difficult to take somebody else's routine, somebody else's plan and say, I'm gonna do that for myself because your life is not the same as their life. And you know what? Your life today on Monday might not be the same that your life's gonna look like on Thursday. So you've gotta be able to look at your time, at your schedule, at your responsibilities, because otherwise no plan is gonna ever work for you, at least not for long, okay? So how much time can you actually spend in the word consistently? Not how much time would you like to spend, not how much time do you think you should spend, not how much time do you see other people spending? How much time can you spend in the word, okay? Start there. Now, if you are a person that really likes to be able to go deep and spend an extended period in the word, ask yourself, is there some point in your week that you have one block of longer time, okay? Because that's gonna be where you can maybe camp out for half an hour or an hour because you have more time, you know? Like you can't do an hour every single day, but maybe you could do an hour once a week, okay? And then here's the key, keep it flexible. Don't box yourself into something so rigid and strict that there's no room to be flexible as your life ebbs and flows as things you know change and you have more time or less time. So keep it flexible. Make sure you know how much time you actually have. If you wanna go deep, is there a time that you can fit that into your week where you have a little bit more time to go deep and then be flexible. Like don't be afraid to change your plan or toss it out completely, right? Now, Once you've evaluated your time, you need to decide what you can actually commit to. So based on what you have going on in your life, what can you commit to? If you are up several times a night because you've got a small person that hasn't figured out how wonderful it is to like get a full night's sleep, then maybe you don't commit to a 4 a.m. Bible study time, okay? Maybe your time's gonna be during nap time or during lunch time. Maybe your time's gonna be on your commute to work because that's when you have some kind of alone time or you can focus because you're in the car and you can spend that time with God. Whatever it is, what can you commit to, okay? And then I want you to protect that time. Like treat it like an appointment and protect it as much as you can but still be flexible, okay? So once you've kind of committed to what you can do and how much time you have, choose some kind of plan to follow. It's really hard, especially when you're getting started or when you're trying to build momentum to kind of just wing it, all right? That's not gonna get you very far. So have a plan. If you can't, if you don't have a plan, Google is your friend or Pinterest is your friend. Just type in free Bible plan and you will have a plethora of things that you can choose from. Maybe your church has a plan that they're doing. Um, A couple years ago, our pastor challenged us to read through the whole Bible in a year 
or three, depending on how slow or fast you want it to go. So maybe there's something like that with your church. Maybe um, you just like, you know what? I just want to read through the book of Romans or I just want to read through the book of John or I want to read through the book of Genesis. Like, but have a plan, okay? So that you eliminate the brain power that you're using to make those decisions. You want to make sure that you are making as few decisions as possible when it comes to this Bible study routine. You want to be able to, like as close as you can, just wake up, sit down and go or whatever time of day you're going to do it. But you want to be able to just sit down and dive right in without having to figure out what am I going to study? When was I going to do it? Where was I going to be? You don't want to waste time with those choices. Okay, you'll end up with this decision fatigue and you'll be so exhausted from just getting ready that when you sit down to study, your brain's like, nope, we're done for the day. Okay, so once you have your um, plan and you know like kind of what your time's going to be, find some kind of accountability and support. So maybe you have a girlfriend that you're going to check in with every single day when you've done your time and she's going to do the same and you guys are going to hold each other accountable and make sure that you're sticking to whatever plan you've agreed to. Um, right? A coach is a great way to find accountability. I deal with clients all of the time when we are working on creating spiritual growth plans that actually work for them. Part of what I do is I hold them accountable. We get together, we meet. And I'm like, all right, did you stick to your plan? No, why not? Let's talk about it. Let's change or let's tweak or let's see what's going on. It's something that I do um, as a coach. If you want to, you can hop over into our free Facebook group and our community. Um, and right, there's Lots of ladies over there that I'm sure would love to hold you accountable um, as you commit to being consistent with your time. You can just post every day in the group. I had my time with God today and that's great, right? And somebody will be in there, including myself, to cheer you on um, and just really encourage you to keep going as you're building up this routine and establishing this habit. So the next thing that I wanna encourage you to do, celebrate your progress. When you hit three days in a row, treat yourself. It doesn't have to be anything big, but maybe you like have an extra piece of chocolate or you get to read an extra 10 pages in your book. But as you are making progress, as you are being more consistent, celebrate those wins because it's going to motivate you to keep going. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, that's all nice and good. But what happens when you fall off the wagon? Listen, I got a whole podcast episode for that. Like when you get behind in Bible study, I will link to that in the podcast description. But listen, expect that you're going to fall off the wagon and that sometimes it might run you over. It's okay. That's life. You're not going to do anything perfect. Okay. We are not after perfection. We are after progress. So if you fall off the wagon, just start back where you left off. That's part of the reason why we have a plan. So if you're working your plan and you fall off the wagon on day 12, well, then the next time that you pick it back up, just start on 13. It's all right. Keep going. Okay. I want you to like get comfortable with the fact that you are going to have to be gracious with yourself throughout this process. Okay. Adjust your expectations. Lean into community. If you find that you're in a season where you're constantly just not able to maintain your routine, consider a season of rest. Maybe what you really need is to rest because, you know, you've been sick for a long time or you're, there's a lot of stress going on, but consider a season of rest, okay? We don't have to go ham all of the time with the word of God. Like, it's okay to stop, take a rest, get your strength back, clear your mind, and then jump back in where you left off. So I've talked on a lot of theory about how to kind of figure out your plan and your routine. So I wanted to give you some specifics, okay? So here is 
Here are some things that you can include in your Bible study routine. Hear me clearly. I am not telling you to do every single one of these things every single day, okay? Like raise your hand and say, I promise that I'm not going to try to do every single one of these things every single day, okay? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving you suggestions on things that you can do as part of your time, okay? So first, prayer, right? Maybe you just start with a prayer for just a desire to dig into the word. I do this a lot of times. I'm like, you know what, Lord? I'm really tired and I don't really want to be here. I don't really want to open the word. I don't really want to study. So can you please just help me, help my heart to get right, help my mind to get focused because I'm struggling this morning, okay? That's a fantastic prayer to pray. Um, Praise and worship, right? Have some time where you just listen to some praise music or listen to some worship music and really focus your mind and your heart on God. That's a great thing to include in your time. It's also something that you can do with other people in your house. Um, I have lots of memories growing up of my mom singing and, and praising and worshiping while she was cleaning up. I just watched her as a kid. You know, I like if I'm in the car by myself, I will totally take a praise break because I'm all by myself. I can listen to what I want to listen to and have a great time with God. Okay. Scripture, Bible intake of some kind, read, study, Work on memorizing your verses, but spend some time in the word. Journaling is something that you can do during your Bible study routine. Um, you can simply use it to take notes, um, to keep track of your questions that you're coming across as you're studying, or take some time to really share your heart with God and share your prayers in your journal. Commentaries are a great thing to have as part of your routine. Um, it's a great way to uh, kind of get some perspective and some other ideas about things in scripture. I do want to encourage you to do your own work, do your own study first before you turn to the commentary. You can do it. I promise you can dig into the word of God yourself. Um, You are smart. You are capable. You are an amazing woman made in God's image. God does not make dummies. You can do it. Um, And then meditation. I've talked about that before. That's a great thing to include in your routine. Um, And having a time of gratitude where you're just thinking through all the things that you're grateful for. That pairs up well with journaling. Um, And then prayer again, like Pray for requests, intercessory prayer, petition prayers, um, just whatever is on your heart that you want to share with God. Okay, so these are all things that you can include in your Bible study routine. I mean, it's just going to depend on how much time you have. So I promised at the beginning of this episode that I was going to give you my super secret sauce um, for a Bible study routine. And this is what I like to call a minimum viable plan. So this is like if you literally have no time. This is what you can fall back on and do and still have time in the word of God. Are you ready? It's one minute. Okay, you're going to find one verse and you're going to read through that one verse and you're going to say a quick prayer based on that verse. And maybe you have that verse on a post-it note or an index card that you keep with you all throughout the day and you're just going to keep looking at it and meditating on it and thinking about it. And whatever comes to mind, you're going to pray about it. So you're probably thinking, Latoya, one minute really is not enough. Well, it's better than no minutes. If you're currently doing nothing, one minute is going to be an improvement. But here's the thing. You know what I have found when I take this minimum viable plan and I actually put it into action is that that one minute turns into two minutes or three minutes, right? And before I know it, like I've taken five minutes and I have had time in the word. I spent time in prayer. I have something to meditate on for the rest of the day. And that is awesome because there might be seasons in your life where five minutes is all you have. And that's okay. 
because God is not watching a clock, keeping track of how much time you're spending with him. He's really not concerned with the quantity of the time, right? He's after the quality and you can have quality time with God in the little pockets of your day and little stolen moments here or there if that is the way that your life is working. And the great thing about this plan, this minimum viable plan that you can create is that you can expand it when you have more time. So if your goal is to spend some time in scripture and some time in prayer, well, then you just keep adding to it as you have more time. So if you have 10 minutes, then maybe you spend five minutes in scripture and five minutes in prayer, and then you can double that when you have 20 minutes and it just can grow as you grow. You can add things in as you have more time. Okay. Like I might have one day where, you know what, I just spend my whole time in prayer. And then the next day I spend some time in the word and I might practice my memory verse. And then the next day, you know what, I'm gonna really focus on gratitude and worship. It's okay. Mix it up. Do what works for you. And I promise that you will be able to find a routine that you can actually stick to because you will have taken the time to consider what your season of life is, what you have that's available time-wise you know, to you, what your resources are, and you'll be able to figure out how you best connect with God. And when you do that, it's like super magical because the consistency just flows from there. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by today's episode. I pray it inspires you to draw closer to God. If so, would you stop and share this episode with someone that you know that's feeling weary right now? It would also be a huge blessing to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review in your podcast player. This will help women just like you find the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, sometimes life just plain sucks, but God is always there with you. Rest in that truth and find hope for your weary soul.